0: stuck
1: in the 90s Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We're your hosts. My name's Chris Alfick and I'm Connor Thompson. I just realized I don't have to look at the the thing I have written down for that anymore. Week 51. All right. This is the penultimate episode of oh, the year. Proper use we of have, the word penultimate. We have the ultimate pen. Yep. And uh this week We will be covering December 16th through the 22nd in 1998, the penultimate year of the 90s. Jesus, that was great. December 16th, citing Iraq's failure to comply
0: with United Nations Security Council resolutions, U.S. President Bill Clinton orders Operation Desert Fox a four-day air campaign against targets all over Iraq. The operation begins an increased level of combat in the Operation Southern Watch No-Fly Zone, which lasted until the invasion of Iraq in March of 2003.
1: Hmm. Cool. Yeah. December, I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, not not cool, cool, but... but Interesting news. Yeah, factoid. Fun, interesting factoid. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to the 17th of December. Air conditioners for poor sold to pawn shops. (laughs) Okay, This happened in, you guessed it, Florida. Air conditioners given to the poor during a late summer heat wave have been turning up at Florida pawn shops now that the weather has eased, uh, the Tampa Tribune said Wednesday. Uh, Quote, obviously they violated the principle of the program, but it wasn't illegal, said Tampa Police spokesman Steve Cole. Uh, The $300 air conditioners were distributed under a federally funded emergency program as September heat waves took their toll on poor and disabled nationwide. Oh, Florida.
0: Well, luckily, it's never been hot since then in Florida, so... Never! December 18th. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time
1: original soundtrack came out today. Nice. That's a like, That's a really good one. Yeah, I wonder... Like, this is probably one of the... One of the m- earlier video game soundtracks to be released. And definitely one of the more memorable ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also
0: on this date, man and daughter, age 17, accused of making bills... An unemployed man and his teenage daughter made a little extra money for Christmas, police say. They allegedly counterfeited 20s and 50s on their home computer and went shopping for Barbie dolls, tools, and food. But the printing was off a hair, just enough to catch the
1: attention of a Sears cashier. Eye of a hawk, that Sears cashier. She is a saint. (laughs) Also, I love, like, this is such a late 90s thing. Home printers are a thing now. And people are getting the idea let's print our own money smart yeah entrepreneurial let's move on to uh, december 19th because that comes after december 18th uh, the us house of representatives forwards articles of impeachment against president bill clinton to the senate making him the second president to be in he- uh, second president to be impeached in the nation also today gretzky's last visit to a favorite place In his 20 seasons of accomplishment in the NHL, Wayne Gretzky has performed in many arenas that have either vacated by their teams or been demolished altogether. They include the Montreal Forum, the Boston Garden, the Chicago Stadium, the Detroit Olympia, the Auditorium in Buffalo, the Arena in St. Louis, and the Spectrum in Philadelphia. These are all really cool names. Stadiums used to have the coolest fucking names. Like, why why couldn't it just be the Air Canada Spectrum? Or, like, the fucking AT&T Auditorium. Like, you can have both things. You can have the Rogers Skydome. Oh, no, you don't need that, though. The corporate name, I'm not a I mean, fan I of aggr- the corporate name. I agree. I don't like it, but I understand they want their name on it. I get it. So, at least, you know, Rogers Center, that's lame. No, it's the Skydome. Everybody knows it. Oh, yeah. Uh... But no rink is as special to him as Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, where Gretzky and the Rangers will play uh, for one final time tonight. The Leafs are moving into a new building, the Air Canada Centre, in February, one month after Gretzky's 38th birthday. Quote, it's a very special place. Something I think is sacred, he said. You don't replace Maple Leaf Gardens, but I understand the position of the owners and the situation they are in. We have to grow with the times and change with the times. Sometimes in life, we don't like changes, but we have to make them. We will never recapture the atmosphere. Maple Leaf Gardens is now a grocery store. Yeah, it's a Loblaws, isn't it? It sure is. But it means you can stand on center ice. That's true. So cool. I want to... I... Like, I'm not even that into hockey, but I want to... And there is still an arena there.
0: I think it's uh, it's either above or below the grocery store level. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it's where the U of T hockey team plays. Hmm. Uh, I have two brief notes. One, I've been to Maple Leaf Gardens, and I've been to the Odd in Buffalo, both very cool arenas. Also, as a fun, very 90s sports statement... I saw the last game the original Winnipeg Jets played against the Leafs in Maple Leaf Gardens. Really? And also, Corey, who is sitting, what, 20 feet away from us, was also at that game with his dad because oh, yeah? we ran into them. Really? Un- oh, it wasn't and I, even a... Like, we didn't know they were going. You lived we just a street away. You could have carpooled. We could have carpooled. I know. But we had no idea they were going and we ran into them at the game. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. All right. December 20th. Christmas Elf makes for Roadside Cheer. This one comes out of Illinois. And this part is in the article. Oh, Christmas weed. Oh, Christmas weed. How lovely are thy... Uh, Sprouts. That's verbatim. Yep. Drivers here are getting a smile from the decorated plant sprouting from the concrete median of a four-lane highway. An anonymous elf has been adding decorations for weeks to the five-foot-tall, uncultivated plant, conveniently shaped like a Christmas tree. I have no idea who did it, but it's a lot of fun, said Kelly West. Who passes the plant on her daily commute
1: from Caro Gordo? Why do we always have the weirdest named places? I don't know. Like, it's Illinois. You think it should just be, like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: The weed is now decked in bright ri- <laughs> red ribbons and tinsel with brightly wrapped gifts, bricks actually, underneath. A silver star even hangs upon the highest bow. Bow. Damn it. Words. Words are a thing. Anyway, decorated
1: weed. Not the fun kind, but also the fun kind. Yeah, I mean, it's a little Christmas cheer or something. December 21st, GeoCities surpasses 3 million members. E commerce may have superseded community as the hottest buzzword on the internet, but GeoCities is proving that the community is hardly passe. Last week, the Marina Del Rey firm. Uh, that doles out free websites announced that it has surpassed the 3 million member mark and that these, quote, homesteaders, that was the name, have published more than 27 million pages of internet content. That success made GeoCities the fifth most visited website in October. I love wow. it. That's great. Yeah. um, It's almost sad that it's no longer a thing. It is. Every Everything, you know, you grow, you die.
0: All right. December 22nd. Actress G. Henleyus was born today. You may know her from her role in the critically acclaimed TV show "Dog with a Blog." Chris has put an asterisk here that reads as follows: We may have made up the critically acclaimed part. Definitely, it's a show that exists because someone realized that the words "dog" and "blog" rhyme. It's exactly as good as you'd expect,
1: which is not somewhat, somewhat. Well, okay. Somewhat better than not. I mean, it's a, it's probably all right for kids. Fair enough. I watched a couple episodes. <laughs> It's a dog with a blog. I had to. I like dogs. I like blogs. And we like dogs doing
0: people things. Oh, yeah. Also on this date, Dell Computer to pre-install America Online software. This is a very 90s statement. The Dell Computer Corporation, the top direct seller of personal computers, said yesterday that it would use the America Online Incorporated's online service as the default internet provider on its consumer computers sold in the U.S. and Canada. Dell began to ship America Online software on computer disks with its Dimension and Inspiron computer systems yesterday. Early next year, Dell's computers will be pre-installed with the AOL service. Oh, the beginning of PC bloatware. Yep. You bastards. Shall we jump into the box office? Wait, movies? Movies. Yeah, movies.
1: Movies in the box office. Oh my god, movies in box office are the same thing. I'm losing my marbles. To be fair, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm hungover.
0: Speaking of AOL, I definitely am too. Okay. We, we had a very serious poker game last night. That's all I can tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, at the box office, speaking of AOL, blowware and bullshit, in the number one spot, You've Got Mail, which is actually a great movie. Tom Hanks, Meg
1: Ryan, at their best. At their best, really? I think so. All right. You've Got Mail? It's a really good one. Moving down the list, we've got The Prince of Egypt at number two. Huh. Down from that, we've got A Bug's Life, though. I like that. Yeah, I love A Bug's Life. At
0: four, we have Star Trek Insurrection. Now, is this... Was was Robin Williams in this one?
1: No, absolutely not. However, uh, there was an episode of The Next Generation in which they originally wrote a part for Robin Williams. They ended up not being able to get him, and they got... Uh, it's a Canadian actor. I can't remember his name. Um, he did a good job, too. It's... Uh, the character's name was Berlinghoff Rasmussen. How do you know the character's name, but not the actor's name? Because I watch a lot of Star Trek. Fair enough. All right. Uh, But back to Star Trek Insurrection and back to the box office. This is, I think, the only 90s Star Trek movie that I remember actually seeing in the theaters. Ooh. because I don't I was, think I did. I mean, I was finally old enough to, you know, see movies in theaters and stuff and like Star Trek. Mm. Uh, I mean, I liked Star Trek in the early 90s, but I wasn't really cognizant enough to see uh star trek generations or star trek first contact in theaters yeah yeah also uh rounding
0: out the top five we have
1: jack frost
0: which i is, liked this that's movie. a good movie yeah that's a that's a good movie uh moving down the list there are some good ones on here yeah. enemy of the state the
1: water Ooh, boy that is a classic adam sandler movie i know um i watched Bobby? uh i watched happy gilmore the the other day i'll watch it I've every time been... i can I've been often thinking about whether or not Robin, or not Robin Williams, wow, whether or not Adam Sandler movies are actually good, or it's just a product of us being a kid then. Yes. And I think (laughs) at some point, we're going to, I want to do that, I want to do a whole spotlight on that at some point, so I'm saving that answer. Yeah,
0: Adam Sandler's coming for sure. Uh, Moving down, we have the Rugrats movie. I
1: love that movie.
0: Yeah, me too. Psycho's on here uh Micho Black. Ooh, let's end it on a high note. Oh
1: yeah. Babe number 13.
0: Pig in the city. Babe 2. Oh. Pig in the city. Oh, high note. All right, jumping into music. The Billboard Hot 100 in the
1: number 1 spot, god damn it. I'm Your Angel, r Kelly. You sure are. Celine Dion's also in this song, but there's no mention of it on Billboard. Classic.
0: And the number 2, we get Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deborah Cox. Three. Deborah
1: Cox, you be where you want to be.
0: Wow. Inspirational. Inspirational advice. Yeah. Uh, three we get Lately by Divine.
1: Hmm.
0: Four from this moment on, Shania Twain.
1: Uh, I like this song. Oh, I know. Speaking of songs you like. Oh, I, this is, that song, not proud of that I like. This song, I, I own with every morsel of my heart. Wow. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Strong words. Great song. Okay. Uh, moving down this list,
0: we got Because of You, 98 Degrees. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I didn't want to mention The video
1: it. for this is uh, interesting. Moving down the list, we've got doo That Thing by Lauren Hill at number seven. Ooh, number nine, Have You Ever by Brandy. Amazing song. Ooh, 14, This Kiss by Faith Hill. I like that, that got song. a lot of radio play. It got a lot of radio play, mm-hmm. Yeah uh ooh jumper by third eye blind at 16 sliding up the list at number 17 we've got slide by the goo goo dolls and closing down just a little at 18 also by the goo goo dolls iris back to back good songs
0: at 20 we get can i get up by jay-z moving up moving up the list
1: Ah, let's, uh, let's see what we have. Ooh, 26 and 27, also good songs. Yep. Alanis Morissette's Thank You at number 26, and One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies at 27.
0: I think we should cut it at 30. Ooh, one yeah.
1: Of, one of the best
0: 90s songs. That's it, a bold claim. Yeah, it would make I my mean, top 20.
1: I think, I think we say that because of our age. We are, of course, millennials.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so... Miami by Will Smith is a song that is near to, near and dear to our millennial hearts.
0: Yep, yep. I am certainly a millennial mm-hmm. through and through, and that'll that'll do it. I think yep. that's a that's a great
1: note to end on. All right, let's uh, move into uh, some '90s news now. Yep. DuckTales that's being rebooted oh, God, And sure this is. week they announced uh, They announced their cast and it is Pretty star studded I also didn't Write it down Ooh, okay. uh, but we've Got Ben Schwartz and Danny Pudi and some other guy As Huey Dewey and Louie <laughs> I don't know Who the third one was <laughs> you I'm sorry I'm you sure he's For great. time I'm googling all right I'm sure He's great but you know um, As I think it's as Daisy uh, We've got Kate McCoochie Scrooge McDuck though is David Tennant, and I am so happy about that.
0: Pretty damn excited. Yeah. Okay, pulling up the article. There's a lot of words here. Um, Danny Pudi, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, and Bobby Moynihan. That's the one I didn't know. Yeah. Ah, uh, but David Tennant. Like yeah, the doctor. David Tennant.
1: Yeah, as Scrooge McDuck, as he gets to use his Scottish his Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah, and it's not going to be some like horrible parody of a Scottish accent. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, check it out on YouTube if you haven't. All the cast redo the original DuckTales song, and it's it's just a fun little intro. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm very excited. I dare say I am more excited for the DuckTales movie than I am for Power Rangers. There it is. I've just well, said that.
1: I'm I'm getting ever more scared of the Power Rangers movie and, and what's going to happen.
0: Here's why. In our second bit of nineties news, now, frankly, we knew about this last week, and we were too shocked and appalled to talk about it. But I'm going to bring it up right now.
1: I have no idea what you're about to say. Alpha 5. Oh, no, we talked about Alpha like Did we two talk weeks ago. about Alpha? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm still I think you sh- just blocked it from your memory. I think I did cuz you're that <laughs> appalled by what he's Alpha was. so looks gross. Like. You're
0: right. Now that you've said it, I remember talking about it. I'm still disappointed.
1: I know, Alpha. It's it's disappointment we have to bring up twice. That Ugh. being said, he's being voiced by Bill Hader, so
0: Maybe. I don't know. There's hope. I
1: guess if we don't like him, then haters are just gonna hate.
0: Wow all right let's slide into our 90s spotlight this week is a very interesting one yeah and one that hits close to home and i think matters for a lot of us and some of you might not be aware of it oh yeah this
1: uh we we might be the bearer of bad news for a few people but let's frame this a little bit in the holiday season it's absolutely Christmas time yep it's 1998. What did you want
0: for Christmas in 1998?
1: I probably wanted some video games. I
0: definitely wanted some video games.
1: Yeah, um, we're talking N64. Like, we're talking ooh, Game yeah. Boy Color. We're Get talking some GoldenEye One. going. Oof. Um, we're still a little shy of like Star Wars uh, Pod Racing. Christmas
0: '98 but... is actually when I got GoldenEye. Really? It oh, is when I got sense. GoldenEye.
1: Oh, uh, GoldenEye was so good. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's a little. There's a deep. Deep Dark Secret in some of those cartridges. It cuts and it hurts. And that's why we're going to be talking this week about video game saves. More on that Deep Dark Secret. Let's start in the past. Yep. Early video games, there was no saves. Something like Pong, you don't need to save that game. You just... You hit the paddle back, or you hit the ball back and forth.
0: Now, obviously, our familiarity, we've, we've both played Atari games. Obviously, we've all played arcade games, pinball, not really what we're talking about here. We're more
1: so looking at Sega Genesis, the Nintendo, Nintendo
0: Super Nintendo,
1: things like that, and their method of video game saving. Um, eventually, as these generation of consoles emerged, there became a need to save your progress or to make some kind of progress because video games weren't just slapping a ball around a screen.
0: Now, this was not the case for every game. Uh, For example, a a lot of games like Aladdin vector man was another one. There were no save file. You turned it
1: on, you played, if you didn't beat the game, that was it. You're Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. And it was really innovative. Some of the early approaches they had before you could actually save games. One of these, which a lot of you might remember is passwords. You beat a level And then at that point, you get a little splash screen with a code that you can write down in the manual of your book. Yep. The last page or two usually of the manual was just
0: blank with lines on it. The word passwords at the top. And then every level you got to, you'd write down, you know, level two and the password for that level. And if you forgot to write it down,
1: you got to start over or you you don't get access to that level. And that was a really cool, innovative way that they approached early save files I remember the Animaniacs game for Super Nintendo is probably one of the later games that I think featured something like that. Okay. Yeah, it had. It was a hard game, I remember. Yeah, it was not easy. uh, It had passwords. Now, in throughout a lot of the '90s, you have more save files that you're actually well, actually save files, and that was done in another interesting way. To the naked eye, you're just saving video game files. That's cool. But to save money, the way that they actually save video games was on a little bit of volatile memory. This is computer memory that needs to have constant power applied to it, or whatever's stored on it goes away forever. So we're literally talking about a battery
0: inside of a cartridge. And if you want to see what we're talking about, pull out your old Game Boy cartridges or even do a Google search. Because there were those cartridges, like the purpley ones that you could kind of see through. Uh, Pokemon Crystal is a good example. That's a great example. If you Google that, you you can actually see in the top right corner the outline of that battery. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a watch battery.
1: Yeah, it's a small battery that's constantly applying a little bit of charge, keeping this tiny bit of memory and your save file going.
0: Now, the bad news here is that it's a battery. Batteries die and batteries are starting to die. These ones specifically are starting to die. So people all over are going back to, you know, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, plugging their cartridges in and finding that their save file is gone through no fault of their own. All progress. All Pokemon have disappeared.
1: Yeah, they are lost to the void
0: unless well, I mean, you have a couple options. First is that your save file is still there. That's great what can you do? Really, you've got two options. The first, and the more George Costanza of the two, as we were discussing earlier, is to try and replace that battery with a new battery. So you can go online, you can find tutorials on how to open up a Game Boy cartridge, and what what we have surmised you'd have to do is open up that cartridge, connect the new battery while the old battery is connected. And then, and then remove the old battery while maintaining the new battery's connection and piece it all back together.
1: Yeah. It's just like George Costanza with the Frogger. The Frogger machine. Yeah. So theoretically, if you could
0: do this, you would maintain your save file as you've kept that volatile memory powered the entire time. The second option, and the one that I only found out about today.
1: Really? You yeah. No, I didn't know about that. I had this, but. I had no idea. There are, well, here, you should explain it. Okay, uh, at the very least, they had this for Game Boy. They may have had this for other consoles as well, but there was a Game Boy memory card. This was a this was a device that you plugged into your Game Boy and then you plugged a cartridge in. And this contained more expensive uh, but non-volatile flash memory that doesn't need power applied to it. That's the science behind it. What this actually boils down to is this is a permanent memory card that will last until the device just gives up, I guess. Uh this is something you could save multiple save files from multiple games to and restore them at your will. I bought one of these probably in the late 90s or early 2000s and used it with my Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh I also used it to clone Mew a bunch of times.
0: <laughs> that's another
1: that's another uh, another thing you could do with something like that. Uh but more importantly, uh these save files last uh forever. There's an asterisk. Eventually, you know, it'll oh, get destroyed. Flash but, memory will die. Yeah, yeah, but it'll last significantly longer than something that needs a battery. So this is another way that people could save their files, or and still can if you have a battery that hasn't run out in a game cartridge. So word to the wise out there: if you've got old games that you care
0: about, take a look. See, a check and see if even the the file still exists. If it's still there, period. Uh, but B, if it does and you do have one of those memory cards, great. Maybe a friend has one. Cool. Otherwise, I was on Kijiji earlier seeing if I could find one for sale. And there are people out there who have these for <laughs> a dollar to a game and they will do the transfer for you and email you the save file. That's oh, that's a good which idea. is a pretty cool option. So maybe
1: that's something you want to look into if you've got old save files that you want to keep around. Mm-hmm. Now, let's jump back to the 90s again and just complete the kind of evolution of this after video game cartridges towards the second half of the 90s we got things like the PlayStation mm-hmm. obviously with a CD or with a CD-ROM you can't write anything to that it's a stamped piece of plastic yep so what did they do you had the memory cards oh yeah you did yeah that was a thing um and then going on from that nowadays it's all built in you've got hard drives and and various storage methods on your actual consoles to save game files and it's really cool just how far we've come now a quick note if you're wondering on modern day cartridges starting with the nintendo ds nintendo eventually actually did move to use flash storage because you probably all have usb flash drives and you may or may not know they those don't have a battery so with uh, the DS games and 3DS games and basically any modern cartridge, those have actual flash storage. So you don't have to worry about your save files. However, any Nintendo, any Game Boy, any Super Nintendo, N64 games, your save files have a lifespan.
0: Yep. Yeah. Very tragic. Tragic lifespan. Mm-hmm. So that I think that was a really interesting spotlight. Hopefully none of you are i don't know super bored destroyed by your lost save file that'd be upsetting
1: yeah and i want to make a quick shout out to uh to listener ryan who tweeted at us and kind of inspired that idea it got me thinking hashtag ryan hashtag video games that's a weird hashtag i wonder what i wonder what's out there for the hashtag ryan i don't know maybe I'd a like lot to of ryan locky ryan gosling Ooh, ryan gosling ryan reynolds Yeah, those, those are, are some good ryan those
0: are the big three yeah, not in that order.
1: I don't think Ryan Lochte is. There's got to be a way better yeah, Ryan he, than that. He was
0: such a douche. He's probably in the top three, like most social media present Ryan's.
1: Oh, I hope not. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, on that on. on that down note, every week on the podcast we bring you a sponsor. Lately, we've been plugging our coloring book cockadoodles, which you can still buy online. We're on Facebook. We're on Indiegogo. We're selling a coloring book full of wieners. We've talked about it. We'll continue to because frankly, we're sellouts. <laughs>
1: That being said, we have someone actually paying us this week. We have a paid sponsor. Uh, Connor? All right. I'm going to read it word for word. This is everything he gave
0: us. You ever wonder how to do things like write a book? I do. Well, now it's true. Certified official author B.L. Beerly knows all the tips, tricks, and other tips, and he's ready to share them all with you. No, not you. You. I don't know who that other guy is. Check out the easy-to-buy guidebook, how to write a book, hint, using a subtitle, is a good way to make the cover more informative, available on Amazon. It's a book that your friend Albert or Alan or something calls, quote, a book that's worth money. Learn about chaptering, what words to use, the doctor character, and a couple of other things. When you're done chewing on the, that hefty morsel of brain bread, check out the how to do things blog at h2dt.blogspot.com. How to write a book? Hint, using a subtitle is a good way to make the cover more informative by B.L. Beerly. Check it out now. Actually, better yet, buy it. I want you to. He also added that he uh, didn't include a mention of at how to Twitter. That's t-w-i-d-d-e-r how to twitter that's confusing just to save some time um but if we feel like throwing into he wouldn't mind so we we just did did.
1: yeah that 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 happened i haven't read this book
0: i haven't either
1: yeah i would love to be in that position where where i could
0: yeah like when people go on like jimmy fallon or whatever jimmy kimmel yeah all the jimmies the jimmy shows And they say,
1: "Oh, you know, you wrote this great book, and I love that one paragraph you did that my production assistant told me about." Yeah, that's what we need. We need someone to read the books for us, or better yet, we need to blow this podcast up to the point where we can start getting that Audible money.
0: We need that Audible money, and then we can
1: just listen to the e-books. You know what, BL Beerly, I hope you got to you got to narrate this thing and get it on Audible, and then get us Audible money. Yeah, and then write a follow up book, how to narrate. How to narrate a uh, an ebook or how to narrate uh, how to narrate an audiobook.
0: Well, I mean he's paying us to do the sponsorship. We
1: shouldn't We shouldn't give him ideas back? Well yeah, he should pay us for those ideas. Oh yeah. We'll uh we'll hit you up with an invoice. Yeah,
0: we'll send it to you. Don't worry. We'll yeah. we'll get you covered.
1: Uh oh what i forgot to write down next week i was i was on a streak. i know what we're doing Don't i know worry, okay. about it. that's fine yeah uh just a just a quick note anyone wanting to be a ten dollar sponsor at no point will we hit you up for additional money that's If true. you give us ten bucks that's that's good we'll <laughs> say whatever you want
0: yeah we're again shills uh all right so Stuck in the 90s is a podcast about the 90s. You can find us online at stuckinthe90spodcast@gmail.com. At we are on Instagram at the 90s Facebook is the 90s Twitter is at sit90s, sit90s. We will be more active on social media. We promise it every week. We just One day it'll happen. We just finished almost all of the coloring books. We have got a few left to give to friends, so we're we're back and we're dedicated again.
1: More or less. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. So next week, we are going to finish out the year in 1992. How about that? We're going to be doing uh, December 23rd, and we're just going to round out. We're going to round it out right to the 31st. Yep. So we can start fresh on January 1st for, uh, for season two of Stuck in the 90s. Now, there's one more thing we need to do, and I am very much scrambling to come up with something because 2016 has been one of the not greater years in human history it's i true. think it's true and i want to focus on something that we like about this year or, or something like that and i've got nothing that's think, what 2016 does i you. think we're three we're, we're three the weeks happiness. into this and we cannot find another good thing about this year but there's got to be something
0: well i mean it's it's winter and there's snow on the ground that's yeah. a nice thing.
1: You know what? Because our last couple of winters have been kind of crappy, right? That's true. I think despite the cold, despite everything, at least in Southern Ontario, I don't know about where you are, but there is a pretty high probability that we will have a white Christmas this year. It's
0: true. We're looking out the window. There's a Christmas tree. There's snow on the ground. It's a nice little scene. There's a blow up Darth Vader currently lying down. He's taking a little afternoon siesta.
1: He's got a, he's got a like, you know uh re-energize that suit is not uh is something that's taxing on you
0: he's sleeping off our hangovers
1: yeah uh so 2016 it might be a white christmas i'm dreaming of one and i hope you are too we will see you next week the podcast is, is now, now over,
0: over.